0: I.V.M.
1: Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashtin Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today we have a very interesting guest. This is a topic that I've been wanting to cover for ages, but I haven't had the opportunity till I found this guest. And I'm so excited to have this because, you know, whenever we talk about habits, one of the first things people talk about is what, ah, brushing teeth is a habit. And I was like, yeah, but that's one of the smallest of the things that is there when it comes to our oral hygiene. And I've and there is so much to discuss when it comes to oral hygiene and understanding our mouth. Per se. So with us, we have a fantastic guest, Dr. Rial Góvez. Rial, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast.
2: Ashton, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. It's uh, one of my first podcasts that I'm doing. So I'm also really excited. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to having this chat with you. Yay.
1: First podcast. Love it. Yeah. Dial, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, So basically, I am a dentist, as you very correctly said, but I have also uh, trained myself in a specialization known as maxillofacial prosthetics. That's my main specialization. So that actually deals with making prosthetics for cancer and trauma victims after they've lost you know parts of their face so I actually make that out of silicone and acrylic Okay, but that's a whole nother ball game. But what we're talking wow. about today is the oral hygiene and how everything matters for that. And I'm also a smile designer. Wow. Okay, so that's on how aesthetics of your smile matter. And I guess uh, we, can, uh, we can talk about that as well in today's... Uh, you know,
1: podcast. it's so interesting because when people think about oral hygiene, they only think about their teeth, right? Right. And that's where it starts and that's where it ends. And maybe brushing the teeth, maybe visiting a dentist only if there's a problem.
2: Problem, yeah. Right? so, so you've you've actually hit the nail on the head the way our entire i i would be right in saying this that our entire society an indian society okay we only think is okay if there's no problem just let it be okay but this is not how everything else works we go and get blood tests done pretty often okay you go and get yourself checked by your physicians you know do i need to top up on some vitamins or this and that so why aren't we going and just getting a very root people think you're going to the dentist he's going to rip you off Correct. So plain and simple. Very okay. expensive
1: it, or very painful? One of
2: the two. Or one of the because the oral cavity is such that it's a it's a very personal space okay it's it's very private also and it is also very sensitive yeah okay it's not like you know you're getting a massage done or something like that where you know anything can go and it's fine it's it's it's, it's very very sensitive
0: all hmm. right
2: so people are scared already like the the first thing that people tell me before hi doctor how are you what's your name is i hate dentist <laughs> that's the first thing that most of my patients would say and then you're yeah. like well thank you very much but you're here now and i don't worry we'll, we'll sort you out you right. know so this thing of getting a checkup, okay, as a basis for checking on how your overall health is, is very important. Mm. Okay, and people should put this as a part of a habit, they should make it a habit to get themselves checked once every six months, Mm. or at least once a year, Mm. you know, to just check and see that everything is going well. Okay, because what people think that, you know, I just have a small cavity, and it's okay, it will go on. But that's one small dot, The bad, the the sad thing about uh, a cavity is that once it starts, it's not reversible. Hmm. It's an irreversible process. So that small cavity, which could be just dealt with a small filling, let's say, suddenly goes into root canal or goes into you having to knock your entire tooth off. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you've you've broken the bank, you know, and you're like, damn. It could have been a small fix,
1: but now you spend so much on it.
2: Exactly, exactly, you know. And so that's why these checkups, as you've mentioned, should be, something that's done very frequently. Mm okay and it will just help you have an overall status of your health you know? so then why not
1: so when you do a checkup a dental checkup mm-hmm. what are the things that you're looking for so, so like I said that as consumers or as patients we only think about our teeth right. what are the, all the other aspects of the mouth that you are looking at as a doctor
2: okay so when we deal with it we look at the orofacial complex okay oro means oral means the mouth mm-hmm. facial means your entire face as a complex so mm-hmm. the orofacial complex okay mm-hmm. and as dentists so we're not looking at your eyes and nose and ears, and all right. that, but I'm not there. But how what we would consider would be your jaws, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and your mouth. Mm-hmm. And now, in your mouth, would be included your soft tissues, which would be your cheeks, your gums, your tongue, the floor of the mouth, which is your palate on top, mm-hmm. and the soft palate is at the back of your throat. Okay, okay, so these would be the soft tissue chain, uh, what we would look at. And the heart tissues would be the bone, mm-hmm. which is in your jaw, so the, jaw, bone. jaw. the jaw bone mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. which is your upper, the maxilla, and the mandible, which is a lower jaw. The joint itself, which is known as the temporomandibular joint, the TMJ. So we see how that functions. Mm-hmm. And of course, your teeth. Okay. Okay. So like I said, it's an entire complex is what we look at.
1: Can we understand the roles of some of the important aspects of this complex?
2: So it's just like a, a car. Okay. okay. If one thing doesn't function, it, it just has a compounding effect. And some, somewhere something is going to give. Mm. Okay. So for us, it's like the, your muscles, your joint and your teeth. Okay, they always have to work in a very nice in a synchronized manner. Mm. Okay, and if it doesn't work that way, something gives way. Mm. So either you have people who have very large muscles of mastication, which Mm. they chew with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Or they have joint issues or their teeth are more or less broken down completely. You'll see them having these really flat teeth or you can barely see their teeth because their jaw and their muscles are so strong that their teeth have given way. Interesting. So everything basically, and our body is brilliant at finding its own sort of center. Yeah. Okay, so it, it likes to, if it's something's not working, it will either work its way around mm. or will just get rid of that. Mm. So that's even how how our mouth functions, you know. So either your teeth pay the price or your joint will pay the price or your muscles pay the
1: price. And, and when you look at someone's mouth, what are the things that you, is there a checklist that you look at first, second, third? Uh,
2: so we are an NABH uh, recognized practice. We're the only one in Bombay. Mm. Uh, so this basically means we have a lot of paperwork to follow we're just like a mini hospital <laughs> all right okay so yes we do have something known as a 35 point checklist wow okay when you come in for the first time so we check everything starting from the color of your teeth mm. to the shape of your teeth to your glands mm. so you have glands at the bottom of your neck you know when you get like a sore throat correct or uh, sudden you feel like you know the base of the doctor will always just press the the base of your neck and be like ah huh, you know you've got you've got something going on correct so those are your your salivary glands basically so okay. they Tend to get inflamed when you have uh, an issue so we check those Then, mm. like i said we check all the soft tissues so mm. your gums your tongue your cheek mm. soft palate heart palate and your teeth mm-hmm. and then we take a full mouth x-ray okay so in that we get to see how your bones are uh, and your joints are so this is more or less uh, as just an overview Then in that, if we see something's off, then Mm. we would take a smaller x-ray or we take photographs or then we call in a specialist Mm. who has, you know, just who's uh, narrowed down just that aspect and then they would be able to give us a better idea as to what could we do.
1: So this is a question I like asking all my doctors on the podcast, which is that have you ever seen a perfect set of, a perfect mouth, for example, like where there's nothing wrong with it and you're like, wow.
2: See, so even for us, it's like, The way, or or the way I like to practice, is that if you find that you're happy with what you have, Mm. I don't want to mess with you. Lovely. So almost every mouth is a perfect mouth. Mm. Okay. If there's something functionally wrong, okay, or if something that I can see that I can just tell you that you know this is there suggestively, it's a decision that you need to take. All right, but otherwise, more or less, your body is designed in such a way that it sets everything up to function just the way it should function for you, which is perfect.
1: Interesting. That's also, everyone thinks they have a perfect mouth because they don't come to the dentist because they're scared of them. So exactly.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that is something, like I said, that that needs to change because even though you might feel that everything's going well, right. Like I said, it's these small things that just become a compounding effect, you know. And then later on in life, you know, we don't we don't find it out right now when you're in your teens or in your early 20s, 30s, everything's going well. Hmm. But the minute you start hitting your 45s and 50s, when things start breaking, as they say, or you start realizing, yeah, something's messed up, hmm. it could have been easily fixed when you were 20. Interesting.
1: So when is the time when people should start their oral hygiene, like, you know, or what are the aspects of oral hygiene they should start young? Like, what are the, the aspects? Minute-
2: the minute you have teeth, you start. So, so this is so, based on your parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your parents should be looking at your babies once they start getting their teeth. So even when they have not, when they still have their gum pads, as mm-hmm. we call them, mm-hmm. because how to breastfeed, uh, you know, even when mothers are breastfeeding their children, they sh- there's a particular way of how they should clean their mouths. Mm-hmm. So they should get used to cleaning their children's mouth. And the child also understands that they are supposed to maintain it in a particular manner. So it's a, it's a very interesting way that babies tend to develop these subconscious habits. Can okay, you just...
1: expand on this so that parents listening can probably start... Um, yeah, so,
2: so basically... There is something known as a pedodontist okay. or a pediatric dentist. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's not my specialty, but I do have them who work work with me. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, even they say that the minute you have your newborn, okay, and you want to start figuring out their di- their uh, digestive requirements, hmm. okay, what they're supposed to be eating. So you'll go and check with your uh, nutritionist. You'll go and check with your your gynec, your obstetrician. You'll go and check with all these guys as Correct. to what should they be eating, so on and so forth. But then you miss out on checking with the dentist as well mm. okay so that is your pediatric dentist okay so it is and it is a must for all parents who have young kids uh not just to wait for their kids to start complaining that i'm you know there's something wrong with my tooth because in children it's much more rampant They have way more sweets than we would, you know, than we do. They're not as conscious about their oral health. Anything comes, they will eat it. They don't necessarily rinse their mouth every time. So for them having a parent consciously check and to actually know that, yes, this is what my child should or should not be doing. They need guidance. No one's born with a manual, you know, we have no idea. Correct. So a pediatric dentist or that appointment is essential. And then they will be able to guide you as to how you should take, you know, take care of your child and their oral health. All right.
1: And then when you start growing up, what are the Mm -hmm. aspects of, um, you know, what are the habits that people can start creating for taking better care of their health apart from just brushing their teeth? And I'm sure there are still techniques in brushing teeth that people are missing out, right?
2: Right, exactly. So uh, the way a child would brush their teeth is different mm-hmm. from a way an adult is supposed to brush their teeth. Okay. Okay. Uh, just purely from the dexterity point of view. Okay. It's, it's not that um, the teeth are different or anything like that. It's just that for, for a kid to do certain motions would be quite difficult at that particular age whereas obviously an adult would be able to manage it better. Okay. So yes, there are different ways to brush. Okay. Usually we show patients, that's so why I don't know how we're going to do this on a podcast mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's all about getting into the nooks and crannies of your teeth when you're brushing Mm. okay and uh, so one of the major habits is brushing twice a day Mm. okay people if if i were to just ask you very generally what would you say would be if you had a choice would you brush rather at night or would you brush it uh, in the day in, in the morning morning Why?
1: Because that's when you want to feel fresh.
2: That's when you want to feel fresh. So basically, you've gone to sleep, you've woken up in the morning, okay? Uh, You've obviously got morning breath and this and that and you want to, you know, get rid of all of that. Correct. But have you understood? Have you ever wondered why you got that morning breath? And why doesn't happen to you in the day? Why is it happening only in the morning? Hmm. Interesting. Yes, because what happens is when you go to sleep, Hmm. our body has a natural circadian rhythm, right? Hmm. So that your entire system is now in rest mode. Correct. So your saliva, which is your major, uh, how would you say, your detergent, okay, that helps keep everything clean, that washes everything out, has basically stopped function, not stopped, but has, has slowed down when you sleep because hmm. your body's obviously not eating at that time. Your body's not thinking that way. Okay. So it assumes you've already had your meals. Now you don't need to. So everything goes into uh, a sleep mode. Correct. Right. Now imagine you've not brushed your teeth uh, before going to bed, Mm. okay? You had your midnight snacks also, whatever, or you've had your dinner. All that food is nicely resting in your mouth. It's not cleaned out. You've gone to sleep. The one thing that is supposed to protect you, which is your saliva, has also gone to sleep. What's going to happen?
0: Mm.
2: It's a party in your mouth. It's a free-for-all. Yeah, for the bacteria that's there, they're having a wild time. Correct. Okay, so then you wake up in the morning and you brush. Hmm. Okay, if you ask me, I would say nighttime brushing is one of the most is the most important habit that one person should have. Hmm. You cannot go to sleep without brushing. Hmm. It's just a no no. I would even forgive you if you wake up in the morning and don't brush and go and have your first cup of coffee or drink your glass of water. Correct. Okay, because then your body's waking up. Right. Okay, it understands and then everything starts functioning. If you already have a clean mouth at night, hmm. there's nothing really that you got to clean in the morning.
1: So, what's the point of brushing your teeth in the morning if you brush it at night?
2: So, brushing the point in the morning is again, it's a feel-good factor. Feel-good. Okay, it Mm. is a feel-good factor, Mm. fair enough. But also, there's a thing that plaque, Mm. okay, which is uh, basically your soft deposits, Mm. okay? So, there are certain bacteria in your mouth that help deposit this film on your teeth that over time is first soft and that becomes hard, Mm. Okay, so it goes from plaque to forming tartar, as you've seen. So tartar is what we also call calculus. Okay. Now, this is a stone hard deposit that's de- uh, on your teeth, which you cannot remove with a brush. Hmm. It's not going to come out by you. It will only come out by a professional, aka me, hmm. cleaning the teeth. Right. Okay, uh, with you know the scalers. Uh, so have we... you have you gone for Just... a teeth cleanup? Of course. Uh, mm. Personal question now. Huh? Right. But yeah, anyway. The uh, teeth so cleanup,
1: the, the favorite part is when you do the little mechanical brushing afterwards and so exactly with the, with the various yeah. toothpaste. That's the, right. the industrial cleaning. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then after the cleanup, your entire mouth feels like it has holes in it that's the right.
2: that's the... so so you know why that happens it's basically because all those little gaps okay and those nooks and crannies was actually filled up by this starter mm. okay which was nicely resting over there and made your mouth feel very smooth Correct. and all cool and everything but then once it's out that area is actually supposed to be occupied by your gum
1: oh so the gum supposed to go up into that area
2: exactly exactly mm. there's not supposed to be any gap between your teeth mm. and your gums mm. where food should actually go and lodge itself mm. it, it all has to be a very nice closed system okay and the minute and this plaque deposit happens to everyone. It's a natural process. Hmm. It's just how often do you clean? How well do you clean? Hmm. And how often do you actually get a cleanup? Because over time, even, even with dentists and people who know, like even for me, I need a cleanup once every eight months to a year. Okay. So why mine is that way? Because I, I know how to clean my teeth a little better than most people. Would right. do. But I still would go for a cleanup or ask my associate bro do my cleanup mm. you know because it's it's required right. you know so for a, a normal person sometimes you depending on how well you clean you might need to go in once every three months mm. or once every six months mm. you know patients ask how often should I get a cleanup done Correct. so there's no fixed value it is case dependent mm. and this uh, the best judge for this would be your dent. dentist
1: so the way I like to do it with my dentist is also I as uh, this is just a tip for everyone else as soon as I go to the dentist I fix up my next appointment six months from now perfect so That's then there in people. my calendar and I know when it's coming and if, if yeah. I need to move a couple of days then I can do that closer to the date but then I know when the next one is because otherwise you just out of sight out of mind. Absolutely. Especially in these last two years definitely out of sight out of mind.
2: Yeah, absolutely correct.
1: We're gonna take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. Alright let's jump into the conversation. What is the role of mouth breathing at night and and plaque and cavities and all
2: of that? So the thing with mouth breathing um, is basically that it causes your gums to have uh, you have more gum issues than you would have with the teeth. Okay. Okay. Because what happens is your 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 gums are not used to being dried out. Hmm. They're always nice and moist. Hmm. But and that conversely will also affect your teeth because the saliva is getting dried up. Right. Hmm. The chance of you having cavities also increase, especially if you've not cleaned everything. Right which is the brushing. So like I said, it's all a vicious cycle, you know. So in order to break that cycle, very simple habit of just brushing your teeth at night Hmm. will actually take care of a lot of your issues.
1: Are there any other things that people need to do to like optimize their oral health? Say that they're brushing their teeth twice a day, some are brushing them thrice a day. What are the okay. things that they can do to optimize it, make it even better?
2: Okay. So, just like you said, some of them are brushing thrice a day. So, mm. some people even like this thing of brushing, OCD complex that huh. they like to brush after every time they've eaten something. Correct. Not required. Okay. That's overkill. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, even though you, you brush twice a day, it's what kind of toothbrush you use, mm. Okay. what kind of toothpaste you use also. Okay. Okay. So, Uh, let's just break it down one by one. So in order to optimize everything, okay, Mm. so first, let's just go basically is brushing twice a day is Mm. all you need. Mm after you've eaten anything or drank anything, that's not water. Okay. You've had your coffee, you've had your tea, you've had your beverages, Mm. you've had your snacks, Mm. your lunch and your dinner Mm. breakfast. Mm. Just drink water after either rinse your mouth out Mm -hmm. or just drink. If you're in a social occasion and you you can't visit the the restroom, for example, just drink some water, swish it around and swallow it. I mean, it's it's not a bad thing. You literally just eaten that, uh, you know, a couple of seconds ago. So you can do that. Mm. So that's one thing that will like instantly get rid of all the gunk that could be, you know, stuck to your teeth.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, second thing is if patients have these sort of gaps in their teeth where mm-hmm. food always gets stuck.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, check for these things known as interdental aids, interdental brushes. Okay. okay, And uh, you can actually carry these are very pocket friendly, mm-hmm. you can keep them in your pocket, in your purse, in your wallet also. Mm-hmm. And they're just these uh, single tufted brushes. Like Mm. they just have one little stick Mm. with bristles on it. It's Mm. something that you just pass through your teeth. Like the bottle brushes. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But for your teeth. Mm. Yeah. So this is something that you could also carry with you that will help keep it clean. Especially if you're having a lot of, uh, if you're on a very high fiber diet. If you're having a lot of veggies and raw salads, Mm. mutton Chicken Correct. especially, you know, these tend to get stuck in these odd places. And, and the voice. It irritates people, yeah. Correct. And this this would really help keeping it clean. Hmm. Um. After this, coming to what brush should you use? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it should be either a soft or a medium uh, bristled brush. Okay. Okay, so some people, if they're used to brushing with a hard one, hmm. they suddenly might feel that I'm not... Effectively cleaning my mouth because yeah. I'm like not feeling good. But your brush is not is not a bathroom tile.
0: Hmm. You
2: don't have to go at it. Hmm. Okay, hmm. Uh, a soft or a medium brush is actually going to do its job. Okay, it's how you use it is what's important. It's okay. not how hard you use it. Interesting. Okay, so that is something you need to check with your dentist. They need to show you how to brush. There's nothing wrong in asking. You know, how do I brush? It's it's really it's it, it's not rocket science. Hmm. But you need to be told at least once. And they'll. Bring out a very cool looking model of your teeth and show you. Yeah, exactly. Skin, so. so we like that opportunity to take that guy out also, you know, now and then. So it's <laughs> worth it, you know. Mine mine's called Andrew. So I like taking Andrew out Andrew. And now and then. Yeah. So so it's 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 fun.
1: How often should you change your brush?
2: So uh, they say between two to three months. Hmm. Okay. Or uh once you see the bristles start fraying, hmm. that's when you should. Uh, actually, get rid of the brush, okay, and change it out.
1: So again, this whole thing about nah they they say the companies say that we should do it every two three months. Is mm-hmm. there like a is, is is there any truth to that aspect of it, or are they saying that just buy more toothbrushes? You know this uh-huh. is what people think right
2: no so so three to six months is actually a good is a good bearing to change your brush okay mm. because you'll actually see the bristles start warping mm. okay and that is that that's your indicator because then it's not working effectively correct so so that's what you would uh, need to do
1: all these okay? new fancy bamboo brushes charcoal mm. brushes this that mm. what do you suggest
2: so see uh, the main thing is this entire charcoal movement No, i think is i mean for for the teeth mm. and all of that is absolute nonsense mm. Okay, Mm. Uh, especially you can't put charcoal in everything and expect it to work. It's it's not meant to be Mm. okay. Just a regular toothbrush, like I said, soft or medium Mm. is what you need. Mm. And in terms of toothpaste, also just your regular Colgate, Okay, the plain one, Mm. not your gels, Mm. uh, not your, especially not the Ayurvedic herbal toothpaste. Mm. Okay, I know they are a rage, Mm. people really like using them, but you would have realized that why do you actually feel your teeth are so clean Mm. and so brushed down, Mm. you know, after you use that paste, because Mm. it has very coarse particles in it. Okay. And it's not following any sort of recommended ADA, you know, um, recommendation or any guideline Mm. for its formulation. Mm and they also sometimes using banned ingredients like triclosan and stuff like that which is not supposed to be in toothpaste right okay so it's not something we recommend so just mm. your very basic Colgate mm. okay with your toothbrush, okay, is what you need to do, mm-hmm. and you you will be sorted, okay. okay? and and then even all this uh, the the rinsing with uh, coconut oil pulling mm. and uh, you know all these mm. things. Mm. There's no actual scientific data to show that it actually works. Okay, as a feel good factor, and if you want to do it, mm. there's really no harm doing it. Right. Okay, but if you if you're asking me as a doctor, would I actually prescribe it to you for some actual benefit that you would see? We haven't got any data to substantiate that. Interesting,
1: because whenever you do the oil pulling, your your teeth feel nice and clean, and you have that kind of
2: a smooth feeling in your mouth. Fair enough. So, so like I said, so it's feel fun good for factor. that. Yeah, feel good factor. Hmm. Now coming to that, so even your mouth washes. Right. For example. Hmm. Okay. So some people, they, you, a lot of people say, if I use a mouthwash, I don't need to brush. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. The most common thing I just rinse my mouth at night with my mouthwash and sleep, but morning I wake up and brush. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I would do it the other way around. Ultra, correct. I would do it the other way around if you really need to. Okay, spend those two, three minutes on yourself mm. for brushing. Mm. Okay, this is the time that you should brush for about two to three minutes is good. It seems like an eternity. Everyone says, yeah, yeah I brush for two, three minutes. No Actually chance. put a timer. Put a seconds. timer. Yeah, mm. put a timer and see what two minutes feels like. You'll be like, oh my God, this is so long. Yeah. Like I've done it once and I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I, I think I, work, I brush for that long. <laughs> I actually put, uh, so we get these, the electronic brushes, yeah, that come with timers. now. It's it's not switching off only, man. It's 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 broken. spoiled or something. (laughs) Is it broken or did I break it before I even started using it? And then it switched off. I'm like, oh shoot, you know, this is two minutes. (laughs) So it's actually a long time, but that's the amount of time you should effectively use to brush your teeth. Hmm. All right. And after that, flossing. Flossing. Okay. Hmm. So flossing is something that everyone overlooks. Hmm. No one really does it right. Or uh, they just feel it's it's not required. Mm. But if you realize 40% of your teeth surfaces are in between. Correct.
1: So Which you, don't get cleaned ever.
2: Yeah. How would you clean that? Mm. How, how would you, you know, get in the middle? Mm. You know, how would your, your brush is not going to go there. Mm. Okay. So you need to floss. Mm. Okay. So you, and this, it does take some, it's a learning curve. Mm. I understand. But you need to effectively start practicing that. And it's not like you need to. So what we would say, you need to floss at least four to five times a week, I'm not saying floss every single time twice, Hmm. it's not required, Hmm. but four to five times a week. And especially for those people who realize they've got some problem areas where always food gets stuck. Interesting. Hmm. So if, if you have something like that, then that must be cleaned every time. Because food is effectively actually getting stuck right. there, mm. yeah, but otherwise, four to five times a week and you're good to go, it's not not a major deal mm. so this is i w- this is what I would say would keep you going, brushing twice a day, flossing, using the right kind of toothbrush, toothpaste, mouthwash if required mm-hmm. okay, and just rinsing your mouth after you've had anything that is not water, okay. they should keep you good
1: what about the soft tissues
2: so for the soft tissues they they say that if you see if you floss and if you keep your oral hygiene good Mm. the soft tissues are good to go Mm. okay the only time the soft tissues start having a problem is if they get traumatized of course so Mm. like if you've had something very coarse in your diet or if you you know people have bones sometimes or Mm. if there's some sharp object and it hurts it correct and you get an ulcer or something like that then that that is when you need to be a little bit more careful Mm. But in uh, in everything else and done, you should actually check your soft tissues. Mm. This is especially true for a lot of people who have supari, a lot of people who have your tobacco products, mm. um, smokers. Mm. Okay, all these things you should be constantly checking your gums and your cheeks. Okay. Okay, because if they start looking off, or mm. they look odd, or they don't look pink anymore, and they're starting to grey out, mm. getting whitish patches on them, uh, something's off okay that's not the way it should look that's mm. not normal mm. if you are not sure if this is normal just check your partner's mouth uh, just check some of the family Just google uh, an image of what a clean mouth should look like if mm. yours is not matching that please go and get it checked. Okay. something is not right and you need to either stop your habit or you need to get something checked out so so that's what What uh, are the main problems that issues.
1: you would typically see with soft tissues like I know people end up biting
2: the sides of their cheek and right. have tongue issues and things like so what mm-hmm. are
1: the things that you would typically see
2: so the most common is having a gum issue okay that, that is your most common thing and that's again purely related to uh, to hygiene Hmm. okay so what happens is the thing about gum problems, it's not like a, it's not like a cavity um, or where suddenly your teeth get sensitive,
0: hmm.
2: you know, and, and you start getting pain in the tooth. Hmm. That's not how gum issues are. Gum issues are more chronic. So it's like they'll keep happening slowly, slowly, slowly. You won't realize it, and all of a sudden, no, it's 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 gone downhill, very fallen quickly, off a cliff, basically. And your teeth actually start shaking, and that's when you realize that okay, and it only started from a gum issue. It, well, it's not a tooth. The tooth is actually pristine. Hmm. there's nothing wrong with the tooth, but hmm. it's because your gum has sort of given up hmm. underneath your gum is bone. Hmm. So after your gum's gone for a toss, then your bone is bearing the brunt. Right. And then your bone also tends to give way. Hmm. And ultimately the tooth can literally just come out into your hand, hmm. you know, so i just pull uh, so out a tooth like that. The gum is, literally. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we, we've done extractions in the chair, in the chair, where literally the chair is up. Hmm. We put the forceps in, we pull the chair down, the tooth is hanging. Weesh. Down. It, wow. it, it's like that hmm. you know so it's, it's that loose you could literally pull it out with your finger right you know so and even then the patient's not in pain hmm.
1: so what? What? imagine the, so the nerves have gone for a toss
2: everything's gone no? hmm. so it's very minimal and they don't realize it hmm. Hmm. okay so uh, gum issues are something that you need to get checked out hmm. and and it's only it's something as simple as just good oral hygiene and a cleanup that can save you a world of worry.
1: Mm, with the gums especially with the gums
2: with the gums okay yeah lovely and in in, in terms of your cheek biting and Mm. so on so cheek biting usually occurs because either your teeth are not in the right position Mm -hmm. okay so because they are little they are off uh, from their alignment, mm. okay. Your whenever you tend to close, your your cheek is sort of getting entrapped mm. or the most common culprit are your third molars, the okay. wisdom teeth, as we say.
0: Mm.
2: So, so, funnily enough, um, it's actually proven that the wisdom teeth, since they've been extracted so much and they're actually becoming redundant, mm. people being born now
1: mm.
2: are coming out with only a set of 28 teeth and not 32. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's just going into redundancy now and we're getting smaller jaws mm. Okay, as human beings, as Correct. an evolving species. Correct. So the third molars are actually becoming more and more redundant, mm. or they're being buried in odd places, mm. causing havoc on the other teeth. Absolutely. So, getting this checked with mm. a full mouth x ray, that's yeah. the only way you would know.
1: Mm. If this is the causing only action. way
2: you'd know okay suddenly you realize and many people wake up so one day they'll be like my teeth did look like this a month ago mm. suddenly they've shifted a bit like what's going on mm. then they go and check and one x-ray shows that your third molars have decided to move a bit or they're erupting and you need to do something about it you know so Checkups, checkups, checkups.
1: Checkups are critical. Yes. I was reading somewhere about this, you know, that the entire jaw of the human body is changing, right? And the entire mouth is changing and the structure exactly. is changing because we now have cooked food. So we're not chewing ah, yes. on things. Exactly. And hence, the our diets chi- are softer. Our diets are softer. Mm-hmm. And hence, the entire body is changing. The the teeth are changing and our nasal passage is changing because of the mm-hmm. teeth. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should start eating harder food? Like, are, are there things that we should start doing now to, to make a change? Uh, I, That's I, I don't should.
2: think. I I don't think these hundreds of years of changing suddenly us eating hard food is going to go back to getting bigger jaws. Hmm. But it's it's just a part of the evolutionary process. No, hmm. it's it, that's like I just told you. Like suddenly now we have twenty eight teeth instead of thirty two. Correct. Right. So this is just another change that's happening. Hmm. Uh, you also would have realized that uh, just in terms of the entire human species, also uh, our heights have I've changed. Now we you know. Our lifespans are different. All these things are changing, so it's it's bound to happen. Hmm. And it's, it's, but the only thing is that maintaining it is what's important, right? Because no matter how advanced dentistry has become, hmm. uh, what what we used to do even five years ago, hmm. the materials we used and what we're using now, there's actually a huge difference. Yeah, but nothing can beat uh, biology. And what you have, and if you can maintain that, mm. nothing like it, you, you, you don't, I, I don't need to be in a need to be doing fillings for you or any of those things, you know, so
1: people go through life without ever going through a filling,
2: trust me, there are I've seen 60 and 70 year olds, they have come in and they've never visited the dentist, mm. okay, and they've actually got very good teeth. Interesting. You know, but so there are two types of variants of people also, okay, uh, one who have weak teeth, but very strong gum. Right. Right. So they have more of your cavities, uh, more dental issues, but not so much of gum issues or periodontal problems. So uh, the the gum complex is known as a periodontium. Hmm. So we call them periodontal problems or periodontal issues. Whereas uh, the other end of the spectrum is people who have excellent teeth, but they have very poor gums. Okay and so so for these people then we would tend to refer them to a gum specialist known as a periodontist mm. who would put them on a regimen and you know their cleanups would be a little bit more frequent and stuff like that uh and this is the way then we would develop. Is it a nutritional deficiency
1: then. also that causes gums to not grow and be Absolutely
2: absolutely so just just like an overall so your 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 vitamin checks okay mm. so your full body profile it, it actually affects your tongue mm. You know, your tongue will represent itself in a different manner if you're suffering from a particular kind of deficiency. Right. So, we are able, if you're dehydrated, your tongue will look different. Mm. Okay. If you have, especially, vitamin D, mm. which most of us do. Right. Okay. Vitamin A deficiencies. So, all these things manifest first in the oral cavity. So, you know, getting that checked by your dentist they, they, and if if they know what they're looking for, mm. they can actually tell you, you know, you should go and get a full body profile done. You possibly are suffering from something else. We can find out if you are bulimic. Mm. Okay. We can find out if you have GERD or gastric reflux.
1: Bulimic. Why? Because of like
2: the... Because you're continuously you're, you're sort of mm. throwing up. Right. right. So, so that, the that the acid from your stomach is actually affecting your teeth in a different way. Interesting. It actually burns through your teeth also. Mm and gives it a different kind of wear pattern, Hmm. right? So that's what we're able to identify. Same with uh, uh, reflux, you know? So people who who keep having acidic sort of... the stomach acids that keep coming up, Hmm. uh, the teeth get affected. Correct. So we're able to identify these things, you know. So just a simple checkup can actually save you from a lot of other issues.
1: Are there any food and lifestyle issues that we can start thinking about in order to have better oral health? Like I was reading somewhere about um, how the first uh, dental issues were seen in the Egyptian uh, civilization because those were the first civilizations that uh, had wheat, for example. And right. they've associated these two. So I'm saying that are there things like that that exist or are they just good right. news?
2: No, no. So that's absolutely correct. So like uh, uh, not, not to break it down, but a lot of uh, like different sects and communities like to have particular foods more than others. Correct. Right. So having a very soft diet, you know, having a very sugary based diet. Or having a lot of sweet foods with all your food that you're having all the time is a definite no-no, not only for your teeth, but also obviously for Absolutely. your general health. Correct. Okay. But having having foods like cheese. Mm. Now, no, this is not processed cheese. I'm talking about your the good stuff. Okay. If you're having having good cheese, if you're having fibrous foods, mm. okay, your leafy salads, all these things also help keep the mouth clean. Mm. And also see, the more you work something, the better it functions. Mm. Not over, just work it. Mm. Right? So having foods that actually help you chew. You're not always just eating through a spoon. Okay, you're not drinking all your foods. Hmm. Okay, you're actually chewing. You're making that effort. So having sometimes having raw and unprocessed rice, for example, hmm. okay, or having having your rotis, your chapatis and stuff, we're actually chewing, not bread all the time. Right. Okay, not soft bread. Hmm. Okay, if you're actually having your proper like your sourdoughs and stuff like that, yes. But I, how many how, in the general public how many people have sourdough bread for every meal? Correct. It's not our diet, no, right? But having your having rice, for example, don't have it processed all the time. Sometimes mm. go ahead and have it unprocessed right. or unpolished rice, as they say. Mm. You know, or having more fibrousy foods in your diet will definitely help. Yeah,
1: you know, in in fact, I do this with my dad as well because as he's getting older, he keeps complaining about I have to chew so much, I have to chew so much. You don't understand. I've only so little teeth left, and those right. kinds of things. And I was like, no, but the more you chew, the better it is for your health. So exactly. don't think about just thinking of all the soft food that you can eat on the table. Think about all the variety of food that you can eat on the table uh, absolutely right making sense lovely absolutely. is there anything that you want to leave our audience with as a thought that they can take home is there a habit that you wish everyone did or your patients came to you saying that i do this and you'd be like so proud of them just two
2: things Ashin. one thing is the nighttime brushing mm. I, I can't emphasize that And i, I think uh, you know when when people hear this they understand the importance of it and flossing mm. okay these two things if you actually inculcate into your nighttime routine or your daily routine, as you would say, it's going to make a world of a difference to your oral health. Mm. And even you will understand a lot more about how your own mouth functions. Mm. Okay, so you'll understand a lot more, you'll know when something's off. So it's not necessarily that it has to hurt you before you need to go to the dentist. You'll be like, I used to do this and now it's not feeling the same. Correct. You know, so it makes you more aware of your own mouth, for yes. example. So that is one thing. Uh, and the other thing is just get a consult. Mm. You know, Just go and talk to your doctor. Just go and see a dentist once. And then if you've got the right one and if you're able to identify certain factors, work on them mm. and it will just make uh, your life so much more better. Beautiful.
1: You know, the flossing habit is something that the companies have been desperately trying to figure out how to make as a habit for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, two, three things that I have found that are very effective in making people floss. One is please don't hide your floss in your cabinet. Right? Mm-hmm. Keep it out and prominent so that you see it when you're going to brush your teeth. That is the first basic step that you can do. The second basic step is that every week or so when you realize that you stop brushing, stop flossing, change the position of the floss because it becomes a blind spot when we see Mm -hmm. it. So change the position and then at least it acts as a reminder to pick it up and start flossing.
2: Absolutely. And it's also a great mental exercise also for dexterity. Uh, Also been proven to show that it helps with Alzheimer's is that if you brush with the right hand, you can start brushing with your left hand on some days. And ah, switch it. it up, yeah. Switch it up. So it actually, it, it actually fine tunes your brain yeah. on 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 the finer senses and the dexterity level, you know. So Correct. if you're right handed and you always brush with the right hand, try brushing with your left one day and see see how hard it is. First of all, and see that you know it, it actually makes a difference.
1: Totally, your mind explodes. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you, know, oh. mind blown, you know, mind so, blown. Mind so, blown. I tried once shaving with my left hand, and, and it lasted all of. Did it you conditions. shave
2: or <laughs> did you? <laughs> shave it a bloodbath? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Probably just cut off my skin, but uh-huh. yeah. So I think switching it around, have yeah. fun with your dental care. I think that's the yeah. most important thing. People just see it as a chore. Don't see it as a chore. Yeah. Think of it as and an investment.
2: So even just sorry to cut you off, Ashton. But even one thing, Ashton, that if if flossing is a task. Mm. You also get something known as water flossers, hmm. okay, for those, for those people who really, really don't do it for the sheer fact that they can't or they just can't manage or they're not liking it at all. Hmm. You also have something known as a water flosser that's basically like a jet spray for your teeth. Correct. Okay, mm. so it, it basically shoots a very uh, fine jet of water mm. that you basically—it uh, comes with a tip mm. that you place in the middle of your teeth. You press a button, it shoots that water, and it cleans in between. Mm. So it's not as good as flossing, mm. but it definitely is is much better than not doing anything. Absolutely, better than. So nothing. this is this is something that uh, you know people could also use. Yeah.
1: Doctor how can people get in touch with you continue this conversation what are the ways in which that uh, people can reach out to you
2: okay lovely thank you for asking so uh, we have an insta- so the the clinic i'm at is called therapio hmm. It basically means uh, wellness in Greek. We kind of uh, messed up on the name because it's a very confusing one. So people are like, you know, why didn't you go with a gentle dental or something with dental in it? <laughs> you know, tooth fairy or something like that. are like, yeah, I'm sorry. We kind of uh, messed up on that one. But it's called therapy. Can you spell but it? T H E R A P E U O. Okay. Now you know why it's <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm confusing. laughs> but yeah, that's it is what it is. So Therapy or Dental and Multi-Speciality Clinic. Uh, we have an Instagram page. Uh, we're pretty active on that. We have uh, a Which Facebook is called? profile. Uh, it's called Therapy or Dental. Okay, perfect. That's the Instagram page. Facebook also is therapy or dental. You can check us out on Google. Um, and we have a website also, it's therapyoclinic.com. And I've also recently opened, uh, we've launched a new website called Mumbai Smile Design.
1: Lovely. Much yeah, easier. So it's easier.
2: Uh, sorry, Smile Design Mumbai. Smile Design Mumbai. Smile okay. Design Mumbai. So, it's just recently launched. Please go check out the website. It's it's all there and we're doing a Smile Design for free.
1: Wow. Okay, perfect.
2: Done. Yeah, so you can just go send us a couple of photos. We've, we've given you a guideline as to how you're supposed to send it in mm-hmm. and we'll do your Smile Design for you for free and send you back a photo and if you like it, we can uh, have a chat.
1: I'm damn curious about this. Okay, done. I'm going to try this out. Thank you so much for coming on the Habit Coach Podcast. This was an amazing. Conversation that we had. Thank you so much.
2: Absolute pleasure. Ashun, thank you so much for having me.
1: So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or IVMpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media.